Hello everybody, this is Pastor Michael and I want to welcome you to the Gen D Podcast where I help you grow closer in your relationship with Christ by providing you with short Bible studies to help fit into the busyness of your life. So have you ever scrolled through Facebook or you know you're flipping the channels through the news and you start reading things about people and you start thinking now that is a bad person. You know, I would never do anything like that. You know, that person is such a heathen. How many of us have used that word? Or maybe if you're at work or church and you share some news about somebody and you start out by saying, well, you know, at least they're not as bad as, and you can fill in the blank. Do you justify your actions by thinking, you know, well, I do good things. I'm not a bad person. Surely, you know, God knows that I'm doing my best. Doesn't that count for something? Well, you know what? We all know people like we just described. You know, that bad person or heathen that just doesn't seem to get it. You know, we look down on them. And in today's lesson, Paul also talks about the bad guys all around us. But unfortunately, we're going to learn that this is not something new. But before we begin our lesson, let's recap really quickly our previous lesson. And uh, in our last lesson, in the verses we read, we learned why having a faith in Jesus is so powerful because it has the power to save us or to bring salvation or deliverance from something. But still the question is salvation from what? What do I need to be saved from? Well, Paul begins to answer that question as we continue in Romans uh, chapter 1 starting around verse 18. But first, Do you remember how I said when we were introducing Paul that he was good at prosecuting the early Christians? Well, in these verses as we start reading, we kind of notice that Paul is shifted into prosecutor mode. And he's almost like he's giving an opening argument and he's laying out the charges against the Gentiles or those who don't know God. So let's begin reading his word. But God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. They know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship Him as God or even give Him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. And as a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious, ever-living God, they worshiped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. And as a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the Creator Himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. And that is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. 
Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men, and as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. Since they thought it was foolish to acknowledge God, He abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, break their promises, are heartless, and have no mercy. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die. Yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. Wow, what a sad picture Paul has just presented to us. And how many of us know someone like he described? I mean, think about the description. Most of us may say, well, that sounds like so-and-so, or, you know, I know a person on Facebook that's kind of like that, or I had this neighbor, he just hates God so much, or that politician I just saw on TV, or that person, you know, you can just fill in the blank. Let me ask you this, how many of us will admit to ourselves that this may be you that Paul is describing? In verse 20, Paul gives all of us no excuse for not knowing God. He says that we can see God's creation all around us. But yet, instead of acknowledging that this is God's creation, we develop our own gods, our own idols, our own ways of living that make us feel good. In other words, we make ourselves God. And in verse 32, Paul concludes by saying, They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. These same people will bring you down and encourage you to follow their ways. They will do whatever they can to convince you that their ways are normal, their ways are there's no, nothing wrong with them, and by doing so, they will bring you down as well. See, when you make yourself God and you live like you want to live, these sins take you further and further away from God and eventually get to the point to where we don't even see the consequence of our actions. And this is what sin will do, and that is what Paul was alluding to in last week's lesson when he said that Faith in Jesus has the power to bring salvation. Salvation from these sins. Salvation from the sinful way of living. That sinful way that is keeping us and separating us from God. Whew, now that was some hard stuff this week, wasn't it? And we are only at the beginning of Paul's letter to the Romans. And some of you may be thinking, well, I... Glad I dodged that bullet. Or you may be saying, you know, I'm good. I'm a Christian. Yes, I believe in Jesus Christ. I don't live like that. But you know what? In our next episode, Paul continues his opening arguments. 
And we're going to see that we all have some dirty clothes in our closet.